Hey, this is Dan with Blurb, and I am in, of all places today, New Jersey, and I'm very fortunate to be with Claire Rosen, who's a photographer based here, and uh, how you doing, Claire? I'm doing great. I can't believe that I actually got you out to New Jersey. <laughs> it was an experience. I got the train. I got the full scenic view along the way. I guess you could call it scenic view. You can tell everybody it's not so bad out here. <laughs> no, it's actually very, very nice. I'm kind of uh, wondering why more people don't uh, come out here, especially photographers. There's a lot of space and great things. Uh, so we've done a little shoot here over the past uh, couple, hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours, and uh, I've made some observations, and uh, I just had a couple of questions. Can you give us a little background on who you are and what you do? Uh, I'm a fine art photographer, and I went to the Savannah College of Art and Design, graduated in 2006, moved to Maine, worked with Joyce Tennyson and the Maine Media Workshops, got to meet a lot of amazing creative people up there. Um, moved back to New York, didn't like New York, came to New Jersey, um, and I've been doing a lot of my own work out here, which has had um, some recognition and allowed me to work collaboratively on a bunch of commercial sort of commissioned assignments also. So now I'm sort of floating back and forth between fine artwork and commercial work and um, learning how to stilt walk and... Uh, you know, some archery. <laughs> Does the stilt walking and archery come into play on the commercial work or the personal work? A little bit of both. I think I think it's all the same to some extent, which is the thing that I'm realizing now and sort of embracing that uh, that there isn't really a line between the two because I'm making the things that I care about making, whether it's for a designer, a brand, a hotel, a restaurant, it's about making an image that's interesting and engaging, even if it has a sort of set of parameters around it. So I'm really uh, liking that, being in that place. Was that always the case, or is this something that you came to the realization about personal and commercial work? Um, I was pretty lucky starting out sort of from a fine art standpoint, and then having that work be recognized and asked to produce things that were in the same vein of. So I guess I was always in that place, but sort of intellectually embracing that I didn't have to move in a more commercial direction once that happened because I was like oh there's you know there's money here I could work commercially maybe I should start making some more commercial work and I did that for a little while and I think that that was a mistake because it was really all the personal projects that I was really into and making that have um, that have yielded the sort of best result commercially for me. So when I look around this room, I see dolls, I see pelts, I see skulls, I see a variety of some of the most interesting collectibles I think I've ever been around. Uh, clearly... I have a hoarding problem. Okay, maybe. That's, <laughs> I was going to say something, but uh, it's good. It's good, but at least you know, you know that you have a problem. I use all of it <laughs> in my work. So I'm curious about something because you make a lot of the things that you're photographing. So what your work goes way beyond pressing the shutter button. Tell us a little what you're doing. Um, I think actually the pushing the button is the least important part to me. I almost don't even really feel like a photographer. For me, it's all about the like sort of pre-visualization and then this kind of scavenger hunt to go find either props or make props or figure out how to get whatever this idea that I have in my head out and it's sort of like anticlimactic when the, the button gets pushed because of so much work has gone in ahead of time and that's the part I really enjoy sort of creating these worlds that don't um that don't exist in real life and never will exist again once they're sort of disassembled
So one of the things that's very apparent in your work is that there's not a what you're doing isn't just on a whim. It's not a random kind of thing. And you showed me something a minute ago, which was a relative of yours. You found out was a was a photographer. And there's a remarkable similarity between what that person did and some of what you're doing now. Who was that person? Um, I just showed you a picture of my grandfather on my mother's side who um, died when my mother was quite young. So I didn't really know very much about him and she didn't speak about him that often. Um, so it wasn't until recently that um, that I had a, a box of his work shipped over from her brother. I feel like this is getting confusing. Anyway, I saw his work and it was frightening the similarities to mine. Um, and I you know like my mom was crying when I opened the box and was sort of saying that uh, it just felt like he'd been sort of whispering in my ear the entire time that I've been doing this. And I think as I've been teaching more and doing more lectures on kind of creativity, the creative process, and thinking more about, you know, as people ask, why do you do the work that you do? You know, when you really sit down and think about it, you know, I think in the beginning you're just kind of making things and you're trying to figure out stuff and and it, it seems sort of random. But when I look back even to like the early, early stuff, I was making my first photo classes in school, there is a really uh, consistent line that goes through it. And I think that it's really a result of who I am as a person and what I care about and what I'm drawn to. And sort of talking about that idea that that comes, I think, from your childhood and your foundation as you were growing up, what what it is that you care about. And I think most photographers, if they look back, I mean, even if they're photojournalists, if they're portrait photographers, if they're um, wedding photographers, you know, like if you look, if you look back to, you know, sort of the child, the things that you care about, why you do what you do, I think it, it's more, um, there's more intention behind there than you would think. It's in a kind of funny way. You know, you also, not to make this a, a plug of any kind, but it just I just remembered actually that you used books very early on. You've been using Blurb and I'm sure other people as well, but it sort of just became like sort of a natural incorporation of your work. When you go to your website and you look, it's like this is a project I did and then here's the book. What? Why did you start doing that? Well, I think obviously I've always loved books and loved stories. Like my earliest memories of like my mom reading fairy tales to me and like the idea of this magical world encased behind between two um, to what, front and back <laughs> of a book and on the pages that there was this whole other world that you could escape to that was this kind of magical process that maybe like looked like nothing when it was closed but when you opened it there was this whole other world and I think I've always wanted to work in series like I never did really pictures that stood alone like everything was kind of with the idea that it would be a whole set of things like a whole story so to have that kind of encased between two front and back covers of a book also felt like this kind of magical thing that you would then be allowed into this story that I was creating that wasn't you know sort of for everybody it was for you know the person that was looking between the pages do you remember the the sort of first moment that you thought about being a photographer or artist I should say um <laughs> the first moment I I just I took a photography class um to fill I mean I was always interested in the arts but obviously I'm horrible at drawing and painting like if I could be a painter that is what I would do um and I remember like the first moment I got a photograph back and I was like 
oh, <laughs> you know, I, I could do this and it doesn't suck so bad, you know, in terms of, can I say that? Um, you know, it's not a stick figure. This is like what I'm thinking and here it is. Um, so it really, it felt like it opened up this huge world of possibilities in terms of what I could get on paper to show other people. Do you remember the first person that, that you saw whose work, painter, photographer, artist, who you responded to? Or, or just influences in general? Um, I mean, Joyce Tennyson was actually a really big one early on. She was sort of a hero, so going to work for her was incredible. Um, Tim Walker is a big influence, and uh, Robert and Shana Park Harrison's work I really love. Roger, but I mean, there's so many. Um, Sarah Moon, Paulo Reversi, Deborah Turbeville. Um, Know, all those conceptual romantic ones. Those are all good. Those are good, good choices. Um, and where, when I come back in five years, besides having more things in this house, where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? I'd like to own a zoo. Um, no, I'm, I'm thinking about a farm. <laughs> Maybe I need a farm. It would be sort of like Beatrix Potter where all the animals had outfits on. And, um, uh, I'm not sure. I think uh, what I've decided my, you know, if we want to talk about the meaning of life. Sure. Just, go we go get really deep here uh the whole point um I think I think I'm just looking to have really interesting experiences so I don't really have end goals I think it's more about the sort of adventure and the journey and I want to see everything and I just want to I want to explore things and um I, I've been reading like some Joseph Campbell recently like power of myth um stuff and I there's one thing that really I think alleviated a lot of anxiety for me because I think people, you know, I was looking for this ant, like what is the reason that we're here? The idea of like fulfilling this question. And he says what he thinks that people are really looking for. I'm going to misquote him, but it's along the lines of like the rapture of the feeling you get when you feel like you're truly alive. And I think that we all know what that feeling is and we don't get to feel it too often in our day-to-day lives, like unless you're an artist or know like a astronaut yes thank you I was like searching for that you know elephant trainer or whatever but um Indiana Jones personal hero um you know so I think that uh making my life about that quest to feel like you're alive and not like a zombie going through the motions of doing what everybody else is doing excellent well thank you for first of all letting me in and to mm-hmm. allowing me to photograph you and Thanks spontaneously, for to New <laughs> of course, spontaneous audio interview. And, um, and now we're going to go eat Lebanese food. Yes. So thank you. And I uh, really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you.